Welcome to the NCEA podcast. On today's podcast, President Lincoln Snyder will speak to the state of NCEA. He will share NCEA's financial status, where time is being invested, and how NCEA is responding to current trends in Catholic education. This podcast was originally available as a webinar. To view this webinar, visit our on-demand section at ncea.org backslash webinars. Greetings, everyone. My name is Lincoln Snyder, and I am president and CEO of the National Catholic Educational Association. And today, it's my pleasure to share with you the state of the association for 2022. I offer this presentation to our superintendents attending the Catholic Leadership Summit in Arlington, Virginia, last October. And today, it's my distinct pleasure to offer it to you in the form of a webinar. So I do have some slides prepared. Uh, I know that many of you may have follow-up questions. This is not a live webinar, but rather a recording. So Please know that uh, anytime you have questions about anything, you can reach out to me or members of the team uh, to learn more. So without further ado, I am going to share a slide deck with you. I'd like to start by saying that the state of our association is strong. Uh, like many uh, folks in the education world, we weathered some storms during COVID. And so uh, I wanted to first tell you about where we are post-pandemic. Uh, we went into the uh, COVID pandemic with a team of around 30 employees. We dropped to as low as 14 as, as my predecessor paired back to a skeleton crew to make sure that we were fiscally responsible in managing your dues and our revenue during what we knew was going to be a tough time for all Catholic schools. Proud to report that we are now at a staff of 24. Uh, we have reorganized the org chart into functions that we think best uh, affirm your work in the areas in which you need support. And so we do have departments of membership, of communications, of marketing and corporate sales, uh, finance and operations, and then of particular interest for membership. We have a content and programs department that includes public policy, research and data functions, our, our events department, our engagement department, our director of professional learning, as well as legacy content, the curator that represents interesting and relevant content to you, our membership. We have a vice president of assessments uh, overseeing NCEA RISE, and I'll speak to that at the end of the presentation, and we will be looking for a new uh, director of advancement in the coming year. So I'd like to talk about our finances in the interest of transparency, showing how we've done with revenue and expenses and how it adds up. Uh, the good news is that this has been a profitable year for us, and that's allowing us to invest that revenue into the positions and the programs that, that I've just uh, described. We brought in just a little bit under $5 million this year, and most of our revenue comes from your membership dues. Uh, we also bring in revenue from convention services. We bring in revenue from our corporate partners who offer underwriting for the NCEA, uh, we have sales of our assessments within the NCEA RISE family. Plus, we sell publications. We bring in some advertising revenue. We bring in some revenue from doing uh, regional workshops and other meetings. And we do receive grants and other contributions. So all of this adds up to around $5 million, again, with around half of it coming from our dues and the rest coming from other sources. 
And here's a picture of what our costs are. So we spend around half of our uh, money, our outgoing expenses on personnel. So that would be the team that I've just shown you the, the org chart for. And then we do have hard costs associated with things like uh, running our conventions. Uh, we do have an uh, annual audit. We have accountants that, that support us in our work. Uh, we have to pay for our assessment vendors that, that offer the, the assessments online. And then just a host of other expenses, things like our technology infrastructure, our member services infrastructure, uh, printing all of the materials that, that you get like momentum in our books, um, and uh, other miscellaneous expenses uh, involved with running an association. What this adds up to, again, is around $5 million in revenue for us for the 21-22 fiscal year and total expenses of $4,300,000. So we made $650,000 net operating income last year. And this is a really positive thing for us. I know that many uh, have expressed concerns about, about what, what this would look like. Um, you know, the good news is, is that we are in the black and that $650,000 means that we can invest in growth. Again, we had paired back from a team of 30 to a team of 14. Uh, we need this positive revenue so that we can grow the positions and grow the services that you expect us to provide as, as an association uh, supporting you. <clears throat> and for a superintendent, just a, a quick pause here to note, uh, we are conducting research on a governance survey right now. You should have received a letter from, from me uh, with a link to the survey. If you haven't already taken it and you're a superintendent, I'd invite you to use this QR code to uh, take that survey. Again, this is for superintendents at the diocesan level. So one important step we've taken as an organization is working with our board to refine our mission statement and vision statement. And our new mission statement is this, in service of the gospel of Jesus Christ, NCEA strengthens Catholic school communities by convening all stakeholders and providing professional development, data, advocacy, and resources to support faith and intellectual formation. Coming out of the pandemic, we took a lot of time, like many of you did, to really think about uh, the, our identity and the essence of our organization. What is it that we do that's irreplaceable? And to a person, as I talked to board, the board and other employees, uh, everybody said that, well, our charism is bringing people together. And that's not a minor charism. We know that the wisdom that it takes to have thriving schools uh, is out there within the community. And we're not a professional development company, though do we, we do provide some PD. We're not a higher institute of higher learning, um, although we do publish things like uh, data and research and, and the annual census and a number of books and trade publications. But what we do do best. And our essential function is bringing you, our membership, together. We bring folks to the table so that they can share and learn and grow. Which links to our vision statement. NCEA is a trusted partner that empowers all Catholic schools and their communities to flourish spiritually, academically, and operationally. We know that the success is yours. We're not the nation's superintendent's office, but we are your association, uh, and we are committed to this bottom-up model of leadership in which we are providing the resources and the relationships that empower you to thrive. And finally, our values, and the, this value statement is available on our website, but uh, 
This did not change from the previous iteration of our mission and vision statement. The, the values that we espouse remain discipleship, leadership, innovation, excellence, respect, and stewardship. So again, thoughts on the NCA's role. We know that we are about bringing people together, bringing you together, and connecting you to the people, resources, and ideas that help you have great schools. I'm committed to us being a great association. That's not the same thing as being a great school or being, uh, being a great uh, diocesan office. We have a unique role to play as well in affirming and supporting you. And finally, we're bringing a refined view and broadened view of what we actually produce on your behalf in the context of content, not just programs. So we have had a strong uh, emphasis in past years on professional development and leadership formation, and we will continue to support those areas. But it's very important for me to take all of these things we do in the content area, public policy, uh, data, research, and tying them together in a way that's relevant and accessible to you and to all members, members as they uh, as they look for ways to, to grow and improve. So we're investing in a lot of new areas to support this work. I'll be speaking to NCEA RISE at the end of the presentation, but just know that we're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on improving our website and membership database to make sure that the content is well presented and relevant. Uh, we are investing in better engagement. We really want to make sure that we can support you in taking a concierge approach if you need support, you can call us and we will get you to the people and ideas you need to have great schools. We're taking time to relearn and represent our legacy content. It doesn't always have to be novel content all the time. We've got some excellent books and publications and other resources that we think are valid and relevant and current that we want to represent to you. We're making changes to how we do our publications. So we do have a publishing department uh, that has published uh, dozens of texts per year for decades you're going to see more free to member publications in the future where you'll simply receive a book as an ebook rather than having to go onto our website and buy it. We are investing in our relationship with a group called CAPE, the Council on American Private Education. Uh, NCEA is not a lobbying organization. We do not set our own policy. Uh, we ha do have partners that do do advocacy on behalf of Catholic schools. USCCB is the leading group in that. Another one is CAPE, the Council on American Private Education. So this gives us a chance to partner with other private school associations. So in those places where we can speak with one voice, we see our strength multiplied by those relationships. And finally, we're updating our strategic plan, and we'll have more to come on that in the coming months. We are strengthening and broadening the amount of research we're doing. So our data department previously was uh, one half of Sister Dale McDonald's job description. So Sister Dale was our uh, director of public policy and of research. We've invested in growing those functions. So Sister Dale is now VP of public policy, and we have Annie Smith as our VP of data, along with another uh, team member in that department, Sarah. And so Sarah and Annie together have really been tackling some tremendously helpful research and data work for our schools. Uh, we've launched uh, a, an updated governance census, so we're collecting diocese by diocese information on how their schools are governed. Uh, we are working on a national data dashboard, which will provide a dashboard, a dashboard view of, of a Catholic school or a Catholic diocese vis-a-vis -vis national standards in a variety of areas. Uh, we are working on an updated parent perception survey and want to make that a centerpiece of our 
professional learning in the 23-24 fiscal year. And we are looking to fund a second position in public policy to offer more support in the area of training on how to and support in accessing uh, the dollars to which your students are entitled through public programs. So we're very pleased to say that we are investing in our, our policy and our data work. We are also investing in pulling together a lot of working groups, some of which continue to meet during COVID, but others may have taken a pause just due to the, uh, the nature of the pandemic. So we support our members in coming together in the following groups. Our superintendents and network leaders are organized into state and regional groups, and many regions were functional and met um, regularly during COVID, but others needed some support in putting the band back together. We've also created uh, diocesan PLCs for um, like-sized dioceses. So superintendents and diocesan leaders meet with their peers who are tackling problems in a similar way from a similar perspective, um, irrespective of geography. And we also offer a professional learning community for new superintendents. We're pleased to work with our friends in higher education through a group called CHESS, Catholic Higher Education in Support of Catholic Schools. And we're also going to add a new association uh, in relationship with higher ed called uh, uh, CHOW, Catholic Higher Education Admissions Officers. We've heard feedback that uh, a stronger bridge between our Catholic secondary schools and Catholic high schools for that admissions funnel for our students would be useful. So we'll be exploring that. We've got another new group called the CAAC, Catholic Accreditation Agency Council, which is bringing together all of those accredit accrediting bodies that are explicitly Catholic so they can talk shop. They did not have a peer group previously. So many states and uh, have a, a statewide Catholic accreditation agency. There are some regional agencies, and so they all have a forum now in which they can act as peers. Uh, we've started some uh, fun new groups, like a new leaders group that meets regularly. We uh, convened a meeting of school counselors that was well-received. And we're looking to grow. And that where we go really is a, a function of where you tell us you would most like the support. So again, for us in our role as convener, we're committed to broadening the number of working groups we have so you can meet with your peers nationally. So a couple of notes on trends in Catholic education. I believe that disaffiliation remains the biggest challenge for the church right now. And I do believe that we need to really focus on this issue. We know that it's going to take deep thinking and deep attention for us to combat these trends. We also know that our parishes are under significant financial pressure right now. Many of our schools uh, do depend on a, a, a parish investment to help them to meet budget. And if a parish is struggling financially, it's difficult for them to continue to contribute. So coming out of the, uh, coming out of the pandemic, uh, making sure that we're taking the broader view, not just looking at our school finances, but asking the question of how do we support the broader institutional church, I think is the great uh, question for all of us as Catholic leaders. We also know that a number of states uh, are struggling to invest in things like a superintendent's office for schools. And so we hope to support our support our educators in that area as well. Just in, again, a note on research, and I already stated much of this, uh, we're continuing our school governance study, uh, and we're looking to update the parent perception survey for 23-24. Uh, we're going to tackle this one a little bit differently. So many of you who were in, in conversation with us in 2018 remember a really excellent parent perception survey that was authored by FATICA, uh, talking about how parents prospective parents view Catholic schools and how to best message to them. 
We want to update that research, and we also want to invest in a professional learning component to go hand in hand with the data when it comes out so that we can help you have a plan to implement updated messaging the moment that we have that hard data on how parents perceive us and what kind of messages resonate with them. Some notes on trends in Catholic education, and this may be dated by the time you view this because we're getting very close to competing, completing our 20, 2022 uh, um, enrollment survey. Uh, we've got well over 80% of dioceses reporting right now. I am pleased to give you the, uh, the unofficial forecast that we're expecting to be more or less stable in enrollment from last year to this year. So we're not seeing huge gains. We're not seeing huge losses. Uh, we do have some points of concern. Uh, we know that our inner city elementary Catholic schools have been closing at the fastest rate. We also know that paying teachers' salaries at a level adequate for market remains a concern for all Catholic leaders. We also know that we must continue to focus on engaging uh, and increasing uh, our relationship with our uh, Latino community as essential for our stability of schools. So the percentage of children from the uh, Latino community that uh, attend Catholic schools remains concerningly low. And uh, in, in terms of engaging with uh, anyone, any one community within the church, uh, just after disaffiliation itself, making sure that we're doing all we can as Catholic schools to increase Latino en engagement is, is an essential issue. Finally, I wanted to say a few words about NCEA RISE. And so many of you are familiar with the ACRE and IFG assessment. So ACRE being a student uh, catechetical assessment that, that measures affect and knowledge for fourth, fifth, seventh, eighth, or 11th, 12th graders, those three tests, as well as the IFG, which is a similar assessment for adults. Again, looking at knowledge and affect uh, as we assess where they stand in relationship to uh, the catechism. We have the Pope himself pointing out that if we can properly understood and assess our challenges in being in relationship with our brothers and sisters, that can lead to a return to the faith. And so you can only grow what you measure. And it's important to measure where people actually stand in terms of their affiliation and why. Uh, we are on track to have gone from a nation that was more than 90% Christian in 1972 to more or less half within our own lifetimes. So this is a, a point of concern for us as a church. And so we have a family of three assessments uh, that we are now uh, calling NCEA RISE that uh, address these concerns. We seek to measure where we're at in terms of our knowledge of the faith, of our affect toward the faith. And then our sense of belonging in community, knowing that these three data points will give us a roadmap for how to better uh, grow faith and community. So uh, the Acre IFG, which we, we still have those assessments, but the branding for the family of products is now NCEA Rise. Uh, we have a strong focus on faith in community. So this is not intended to be the uh, uh, ACT of catechetical knowledge for individuals, uh, though we do assess individuals where they're at, the focus is on growing faith in community and providing data that will help community leaders uh, better, better engage the flock. So we've updated and revised the uh, ACRE assessment. So we spent hundreds of thousands of dollars literally on renorming uh, that assessment with uh, new question sets and running pilots. And so 
The acre assessment is a new one. We've partnered with Spring, Springtide Research Institute to introduce a belonging index as an essential part of the NCEA RISE assessment so we can actually assess uh, feelings about belonging in community uh, through, through this instrument. We've re revised the website. Uh, we've created new dashboards to support school leaders in, in viewing the data. And we are making a big push to uh, let uh, or make the market aware of, of what's new with uh, our assessments. So again, we know that assessment uh, sits at the intersection of knowledge, of affect, and uh, of that growth mindset. So here's a sample preview of our dashboards and how they'll be presented. So a couple notes on our assessment. We remain curriculum agnostic. Uh, we are aligned to the pillars of the catechism. Uh, we want to provide leaders with knowledge on what both students and adults not only know about the faith, but how they feel about the faith. We want this to be formative, truly formative, to inform religion instruction. We want to bring communities into conversation around affiliation and growth. And we want to make sure that for us as a church ministry, we're doing our part to contribute to the solution for this broader challenge. In the end, we are a ministry of the Catholic Church, and our ministry is centered on bringing children and communities into relationship with the person of Jesus Christ. And so it's been a, a joy to share this State of the Association with you. Uh, we are always happy to answer questions. You can reach me at your convenience uh, by email at lsnyder at ncea.org, or call any person on the team to learn more about uh, uh, any area of uh, what we do to support Catholic education. So thank you so much and God bless. NCEA is proud to announce the launch of NCEA RISE, the new and revised family of NCEA religious education and community assessments. NCEA believes that faith is born and nurtured in community and we can help you measure it. Find out more at www.ncearise.org. Blessings for all you do for all those you serve.